0: Hello, welcome to the Form Lounge on a Friday. If you ever meet on a inner Miles Spitzer with you. hold on. Well, you need to hold on at the You've moment. Wherever you may be, right around the country on the SEN track stations. Or down the line on the Dabble App. Hello to you. Happy Friday. Five past 12 on a Friday means one thing it means the form lounge. And what a lineup. What a lineup we have for you today. Mitch Lewis, number one in the country, airborne at the moment, also a valley specialist. He's not far away. Dean Watling, the Sydney guru, he knows uh, trials better than anyone. He's coming up after Mitch Lewis. Terry Leighton to look at Ascot, huge card over there. Mitch Bayer, none better on the Greyhounds. And then Tom Inglis to join us uh, in the show as well for his tips, probably in some of maybe the juvenile races there in Sydney. Uh, and or he's got free reign because last time we had Tom Inglis on, I think he went five from seven at the Gold Coast and declared Derry Grove. I'd love to hear from you. 0499 736 Now, for those listening on the SEN Track channel, this is a little bit new. On the SEN Track channel, we go to ads, but on the Dabble app, straight down the barrel, no ad breaks, one hour straight. If you've got questions on a horse, you've got questions on a runner, you've got a question about staking, anything you want to know, you can get on the Dabble app, you can whack it in the Banter channel, and in those ad breaks, I'll talk directly with you. Uh, we've already got Roy's uh, Roy in. Josh Eugene's has chimed in early on the Dabble Chat on the Banter Channel. So just chime in, get your questions in on the Banter Channel, and I will answer them. Best bets right towards the end of the show. Now, also, in the next week or two, we're going to turn this show into a bit of a futures segment. Futures on horses coming up. I think there's a couple that we can already have a nibble at. And also, Brownlow Medal betting, AFL Premiership betting, Delhi M betting, NRL Premiership betting. We're gonna show. Uh, we're gonna have a show coming at you, looking at what futures markets there might be some value in coming up with that in the next few weeks. We will need to kick it off early though. This man, well, he's been airborne. Number one media, great tip off last year. Uh, you just get the best on. He is the best. My little protege, Mitchy Lewis. Hello to you, buddy.
1: Hello, mate. How are you tonight?
0: Very well. Now, little birdie tells me that you're actually incapacitated today. You're you're. You're driving. Is that right? Are you driving? I'm, uh, yeah,
1: I'm driving a groom's party, mate. We're actually sitting in the car right now. And the <laughs> no, mother, no, 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 no. Right? Hang he, on. You are in... running with him here before.
0: Bitchy, bitchy you're driving a groom on his wedding day, and we've got you live, and the groom, well, the, the whole bridal party in the car. Not the bridal party,
1: mate, just the groom's party. Boys are keen to get some tips, so it on.
0: Uh, so, which, hey, this wouldn't be, this wouldn't happen to be the same bloke that was on his bucks at court when I was on holidays there, was it? That
1: uh, one, um, yeah, it could
0: have gone completely viral. Here, I'll put him on, he's, he's got something to say to you. wacky mod. wacky mod. What's his name? G'day. Hey, who have I got? Nick. Nick. Hey, Nico, you're the bloke that I gave the touch-up to in the sack race at
2: Narricourt on, on yeah, the 29th. So I, I, there's a protest happening because You cheated. Oh, mate, never cheated at anything <laughs> in my so, life. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm challenging you to a rematch on my home deck. Right. Gold Cup in Mount Gambier.
0: Well, Tags and I will be on track. Mount Gambier, Gold Cup, March 22nd. What, rematch, you reckon? Sack race? Yep,
2: yep. We're on, what?
0: yeah. Hey, mate, you're getting married today. Have, have you got a tip for us? What, don't get married? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I probably shouldn't say that today. But... Oh. Um, but Mitchell has a few
0: tips for you He certainly will Well, hopefully If you can whack him back on, mate We'll get through the show But best of luck, mate With your wedding yeah, day Hell thank you ra- we love random stuff you. We absolutely love it <laughs> Mitchell, I'll I hope i see you for your rematch Yeah, looking forward to the rematch, mate Give me a gold cup You bring the sacks and I'll race them Don't worry about that Challenge is down, mate Yeah, so I'm back <laughs> I'm back here I'm excited for this Hey, uh, mate Let's start at Caulfield I'm not sure Are we right to go there, Ollie For the snapshot um, we'll start with a weekend snapshot.
3: On Fitzy's Form Lounge, the weekend snapshot. Bet with Miles on Dabble. Download the app today. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit GamblingHop on Weekend
0: snapshot time. Mitch Lewis. Um, I know we can skip over a few at Courtfield. probably nice and early. Where did you want to start, my friend? Do you want to go straight to race four? And we talk about the chairman's stakes because i really like one here
1: yeah and i think we're on the same page i heard you speaking this morning i'm keen to be with anisa as well we know i'm a figures and data man and i think what we've seen of her stacks up against this field so i know there's a, a hype on coleman but i think anise is going to get the job done here and i'll probably give the diamond a shake in a few weeks
0: yeah i'm with anisa there too coleman does look the only danger but i'm just a slight query. Um, just a slight query on Coleman. Oh, it could be anything, but the jury's still out. But Anisa's done enough for me at this stage. So I reckon it'll be one of the better bets on the card. Nearly Anisa. Yeah, I agree. Uh, race number five, benchmark 70 over 1,400. I found this one reasonably difficult. Um, I thought Intrepid Eagle was over the odds at $10. Uh, I thought the 11 Rumbled Again was over the odds at $9 and then probably saved the seven in Punch Lane. How would you see it?
1: Yeah, look, to be honest, I'm not super keen in this race. I was looking for value as well, um, probably saving punch lane, but I'm probably happy to skip over
0: this one, mate. Uh, We've got a race six over the 2400, benchmark 100. We see Grand Promenade again. um, Had the first up run for the new stable in Shane Jackson. We know the horse has got ability. Herman I was with last time. How are you seeing this race?
1: Yeah, I like Grand Promenade's run, but the heavyweight queries me just a little bit. I think Herman Hess, if they can track Grand Promenade up, it's probably going to be in the best position and, probably gets the job done in that
0: race. Race number seven on the card. I'm probably shopping value again. Um, I thought the three captain um, Britain at $7.50 and the two British Columbia were both hopes.
1: Well, I'm pretty keen move for Lex at a value play here. He's second up stats are pretty good. I think he'll be in the right position and he's returning two stones lighter. So he's had the ultimate gear change in, in the last few weeks. So they'll sorted him
0: out, I'd say. Uh, race number eight on the card, which is the Belmain Stakes. Uh, I found this very, very difficult. I thought Penthouse, uh, nay Coney, uh were probably both chances. Um, and look, you're probably sneaking Rich Fortune, but I know you're pretty keen on the toppy here.
1: Yeah, I just sort of, like, wrote to Arataki probably has an improvement to come, but she's got form in group races where a lot of these others have form in benchmark races. I think that sort of form Rhett Lanes and stuff like that, that she just sort of stacks up talent-wise. I think she can get the job
0: done in this Group 3 that's not overly strong. wrote right to Arataki then for you. Right, let's go to race number nine. Interesting race is now. Every man and his dog is on Midtown Boss. Every man and his dog. I'm relatively keen um, to back Jungle Jim on a one-by-three basis. And for those that don't know what that means, is if I was having... Um, so $40 on, I'd be having $10 the win on Jungle Jim, and then $30 a the place, more sort of place heavy. But how are you seeing it? Midtown Boss looks a progressive horse, but Jungle Jim can get it his own way out in front. Yeah,
1: so I am willing to miss, risk Midtown Boss as well. Look, I just thought the map concerns me a little bit if he got stuck on the rail. see he could probably win, but I'd probably have a two bet play Jungle Jim and Ray Magnerio. That would be my play in this race.
0: Yeah, I'm happy to take on Ray again. Uh, now, race 10. Now, for those that remember, this horse's Australian debut was declared. And look, I haven't had a great track record with declaring horses lately, especially after yesterday. But Jimmy Starr was declared on Australian debut. Um, and then we we stepped into him at the the uh, the next start to at Cranbourne, where he bolted in there. I love this horse. Um I think he's got a big future and better than even money on this horse. He's going to be a best of the day for me? Jimmy Starring in the last at Caulfield.
1: Yeah, I agree. He's a bit short for me to be backing now, but I can't see him losing. So uh, I, I think he'll just win that race. Yeah, I'm with
0: you. Um, right. Can we repeat your best of the days at Caulfield and or a multi? And then we'll get maybe a quick one from either Mooney Valley or Morfittville from you, please.
1: Yeah, so Mitch Lewis, FGB up there on double. Give me a follow. I've thrown a Fitzy Storm Lounge multi up there. Beautiful. Uh, Three, three in together. Aniza, Rota Arataki and Jimmy Dessart. Uh Outside of that, I'm pretty keen tonight on one at Mooney Valley. Race seven, number nine, Satin and Silk. That'll be my best play in the lead
0: up to tomorrow. Race seven, number nine, Satin and Silk. Did you have race three, number five, um, Seronimus, on top at Mooney Valley? Yes. Yep. yep.
1: Should get the job done.
0: Yeah, that's going to be my best there tonight there too. Hey – Mitchie, good luck with the buck. Make sure you get him to the wedding on time. Uh, don't do anything I wouldn't do, which is not a lot. And, uh, look, you enjoy you enjoy the wedding, my friend. We'll chat to you again soon. Thanks, mate. Have
1: a good day. I'll speak to you soon. Good luck,
0: Punches. Mitchie Lewis. There is Jet. Mitch Lewis 101 on Twitter. Form Guide Breakdowns. You can go follow him on Dabble on the Dabble app, of course. A lot coming through the Banter Channel. I'd love your questions to go up. We're not far off an ad break, too, so put your uh, – Put your questions up in the Bandit channel. A few off the text here saying, let's go Fitz. Can we break down these two-year-old races? I think there's a few smart ones. Well, a man that knows two-year-olds, but he also knows three-year-olds, four-year-olds, and five-year-olds is our next guest. He's a Jet. The last time he was on, he tore it up at the Gold Coast. His name's Tom Inglis. Hello to you, Tommy. Hey, Miles. Well, thanks for having me. Hey, always good to have you back, my friend. I give you free reign. I sort of allocate the boys Melbourne. Then I allocate some of the other boys Sydney I allocate tier in the West. You get open slather. You get Hong Kong, Queensland, Sydney, Melbourne, you name it. Where have you found a few this weekend? Have you got anything running in honkers for us or have you found any juveniles that we need to keep an eye on?
4: Yeah, I've got a couple of uh, juveniles that's been working for me uh, and a couple in Hong Kong. So I've gone Sydney, uh, sorry, Rose Hill, Eagle Farm in Hong Kong. Beautiful. Let's uh, go. First race will, first race will be uh, race three, Fearless. He's paying 480 Look, I just think he's come on since his first run. Last two trials have been pretty strong. Uh, he's had that 1,000-meter trial uh, about two weeks ago now. Um, and I just think he's going to be the one to beat. I've sort of given him one out of three stars in confidence.
0: Yep, so Fearless, Uh, race three, number five, Rose Hill. uh,
4: Race five, uh, Lady of Camelot. uh, uh, Her first trial, this preparation, was just enormous. from the wide barrier. She put 10 lengths on them. They tried to give her a quiet trial, uh, the second trial, and she still beat them by three lengths. Um, I think she... She's going to be the, the best in Sydney of the day. Beautiful. Uh, and she well, she's only short at 225, but, you know, the more you bet, the more you win. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and responsibly, of course. <laughs> call 1-800-858-858. <laughs> i have uh, got to say that. that yeah. <laughs> Eagle, Eagle Farm. Um, I've just gone for the Sydney horse, Whiskey. Uh, he's also short at 230, but I think they've gone up there for an easy kill. Uh, yeah, in, in race one at Eagle Farm there. Uh, best of the day is going to be race five, Captain Finkel. He's paying two seven at the moment. Um, I just wish I had more stars, like giving you know uh, more out of three. But he's just—I uh, just think he's just going to be clearly dominant, and he's, he's going to put length on them. So that's race uh, five. That's
0: race five, number two, Captain Finkel.
4: Correct. Captain. And then we're heading to Hong F- Kong. Yep. Uh, race race two, number seven. Less is more was a little bit disappointing first up, but his last sectionals were just out, outstanding. Uh, I think he finds a bit of an easier field and he should improve a couple of lengths. So, uh, yeah, race two, number seven, less is more. Then we go to race four, number four, Skyheart. Uh, he'll be short, but he, I just I haven't seen a, a, a horse debut as well as him uh, as he did on, on, his, on his first run. And if, he's going to be short, but... I think he's just going to be in his own league. So very confident with him.
0: Beautiful. So uh, at Rose Hill, we're with Fearless in race three, Lady of Camelot in race five. At Eagle Farm, we're with Whiskey in race one and Captain Fenkel in race five. And in Hong Kong, we're with Less Is More in race two and Skyheart in race four. That's them. Love the set from you, Tommy. We can go follow you on Twitter, Mr. Tommy Inglis. Look forward to chatting next week, my friend.
4: Fantastic. Yeah, thanks
0: very much for having me, Miles. Tommy Inglis, absolute superstar.
4: Uh, he
0: uh, has been in the game a long, long time. And especially with these young horses, it's exactly what we need. We need a leg in. First break coming up for and Track listeners on the Form Lounge. We can go right around the country if you tune in via the Dabble app, Just stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Uh, to get into the Greyhounds, this man was on fire last week. Absolutely airborne last week. We want to follow him in again. His name is Mitch Abaya. Hello to you, Ebay.
5: Hey, Fifty. Uh, thanks for the little intro there. It was nice.
0: Hey, uh, thanks for the invite to your wedding too. I'm looking forward to that. Oh. Consider this an RSVP. And um, <laughs> yeah, now, and you also turned it on on the lids fly on Essie and SEN track last night. You're on a heater.
5: Yeah, I had a uh, massive night last night. I even found three at Pakenham, so that shows how good I was going. I just, <laughs> uh, the old cross code. I uh, yeah, just taking a few snippets here there and everywhere from the gun pipsters like yourself and Mitchie Lewis and. Watling on uh, FDN track, so I thought I'd just venture off.
0: Hey, um, what have you got for us? Are we going today or tomorrow? Where are we?
5: Uh, we'll go today. Hillsville in about uh, 25 minutes' time. Race eight, number one, smart rose, 330 into a dollar 90. I wish I got a piece of the 330 um, box. One really suits here. Uh, last one was disappointing, but that was over the 300. I don't think this greyhound really suited the 300 over. Uh, Back of the 350 where it was a really good uh, place to get her a couple of starts back. So, um, race eight, number one. Let's roll that straight into the race after. You won't have to wait too long. Race nine, number two, slightly sissy. There's plenty of them out there these days. Uh, $4 into $2.30. Place last start. Was unlucky. Drawn well down near the fence. Uh, Looks a really good play as well. So, race eight, number one into race nine, number two at the Ville.
0: So, race eight, number one. I'm putting this straight up on my dabble now as we're going. So, people can head over there and copy it. And then we go to race nine. Um, number two, Slightly Sissy. That's it, that's it. Both up on my profile right now, so you can go and find them if you couldn't write those down. Hey, uh, and those two, we're going to hit, we might even get them in the show here. We're going to get the last yeah, one? I reckon
5: you'll I reckon, you, I reckon you go close to getting both of them. Oh, 107, now nah, just after you finish, I reckon. Well, but, we- um, hey... Hey, just tell me, with your double accounts, if a guy uh, by the name of uh, follow uh, copies it, uh, just make sure to screenshot that and chuck it up on the socials because it was fair income to have a rip into you about the old uh, form lounge on Twitter. So go and check that out. <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll have a look. I'll go and have a look. Yeah. Hey, Mitchie, appreciate it, buddy. You're a superstar. We'll chat soon.
5: Anytime, mate. Have a great day. And, uh, yeah, give it to him, mate. Give it to him.
0: <laughs> Mitchie I love that. Hey, I might get Tom to even put the um, Sky 1 and Sky Two in here in a moment, because we'll get to watch that race. Hey, uh, one of the greats, Dean Watling, not far away, a good question off the text, though, said, Hey, Miles, does this show get put up as a podcast? It certainly does. The Form Lounge goes up as a podcast every week. The best bets, all the segments get podcasted individually. You can go back and grab them there. Let's go to the SEN app, go to the podcast section, type in Fitzy's Form Lounge, and they'll pop up, gets podcasted every week. So if you miss any of the tips, I'll try to read them back for you, but... We've just got so much to jam in. Um, someone said Rock was in the studio yesterday. Any chance to put in the audio? I, Reg, don't think we can get it, unfortunately. Um, and uh, what have we got? The favourite in race one at Caulfield tomorrow. Lost is coming out of the infamous Super Vobe Alligator Blood trial. Do we think it will flop too? Cooper from Melbourne. Well, let's ask this man because I think he's keen on it. His name is Dean Watling. You can follow him on Dabble. Superstar. Hello, Dino.
2: Morning, Milo. Well, Morning. Yes, yeah, interesting question. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't stop like Super Vogue, but uh, Lost has had a, another trial since that trial and looked like an absolute rocket. So maybe um, it got rid of that, I don't know, Super Vogue little bit of uh, hoodoo and it's had a second trial. So it looked really well played. The market's better, but I thought it was probably the better bet or the best bet across the entire Cornfield program. So
0: if you got your best bet there, can I just ask your opinion on your absolute jet when it comes to assessing? juveniles. We see the two-year-olds in the chairmen's. Anisa v. Coleman. How have you seen that?
2: Yeah, I want to probably be against the the two Sydney horses. I think Counter Offensive has probably been a little bit overhyped off a couple of nice trials. That was against Manoff, who's gone to a paddy because they weren't happy with its trials. And then um, Scampy, i'm keen to be against I, I know showed really a good talent before the breeders but just hasn't shown anything since so i think anisa is the one to be with i love on the moody camp are keen on their horses uh they're a stable you listen to when they push and just got a little query on coleman i know he won well on debut but that race rated pretty poorly yeah albeit um, two-year-olds can be very fickle and improve tenfold between runs so i think needs is one of the better bets today. probably gets the best run too off rails best part of the track and a oh, great
0: mate, Mitchie Lewis, suggested that's the place you want to be. So when he says something, you listen. Yep, so myself, you and Mitch are all with an This could be – this is the yep. hen house or the you-know-what.
2: And Mickey Gannon, I think, as well. Oh, so. ho,
0: ho, ho. All right. Hey, um, do you want to turn our attention to Rose Hill? Good days racing up there. Um, look, I stay away from highways and midways. I suggest everybody else does too. Oh, it's just a responsible thing to do. Uh, can we go to race number three, though? Tommy Inglis gave a push – um, for the Snowden train, Fearless, uh, I have sort of thought Prost was probably a horse in this race that might be able to give it a nudge.
2: Yeah, I thought the Beers one, uh, the Boys one, sorry, um, it was probably a little bit harder than the girls race. Um, I think those three in the top of the mark are the ones that you want to be with. I lent the way of Prost just because of the map and the way it's going to um, probably settle up on speed. I think Fearless is probably the danger. Can Posse up one one and then? maybe come over the top. Each trial has been good and it's not normal for the Snowdons, but they've been pushing this horse out the trials, running over the top of bodyguard who we saw down the straight. So suggests suggest it's ready to go. But I think Bruce's just a map horse and probably the one that's going to come over the top um, is Traffic Warden. But small field, 1,100 metres, Rose Hill, that's the shoot start. So we want horses that are going to land in the first floor and running.
0: Love that. Um, we'll go to race five then, the and stakes. Um Oh, this is the one that I just had absolutely no idea here. So I'm leaning into Tommy was with Lady of Camelot. I, I want to know where you're going because, yeah, no clue for me.
2: Well, I can hopefully help you out here, Milo. I'm really keen to bet in this race. the uh, Manal, Alina and um, the favourite, the current favourite Lady of Camelot, all come through the gym crack on debut. I'd suggest there was nothing there that told me that Lady of Camelot should come up at $2.25 in this race. I know she's trolled up really well visually, there's been big gaps in behind. But you look at the last trial, she tried on the same day as Alina, and Alina's run faster time. So I think Alina's uh, the really good bet in this. I think uh, the best thing about two-year-olds is getting that little break, having that run, the break, and then back for another preparation. And I'd suggest Alina's probably the one that's had the most progression through that. Want we'll to have another bet in the race, too, on celerity. Really well, bred good off horse. They bought this horse for about 850000 So similar to what you get every year, Milo, and um, the trial... <laughs> have been very, very slick. J-Mac on. He's riding at 55 kilos. So a kilo and a, a kilo, half a kilo, sorry, over. But if you get J-Mac down to 55 kilos, I think that tells us that there's something going on here. So two-prong attack, the two Alina and the three Celerity to beat the short-class favourite Lady of Camel. I just think she's got a drift and she's way too short.
0: All righty. Can we go back one race? Because you know uh, I'm really keen on this horse and made it my best of the day of the Gold Coast Magic Millions Day in Lady Laguna.
2: Yep, I think she's another one that's hard to beat. It looks like a bit of a favourite stadium. Favourites have a terrific record at Rose Hill. What I will say is the 1200 metres is the shoot start again. So we're looking for horses up on speed again. I think the best thing about this girl, Milo, is her tactical versatility. She can go back, she can go forward, wet or dry, doesn't matter. And she's in a rich vein of form. I even like her back to 1200 metres. I know she won so well last start at 1300 metres. But you look for a profile, and her best runs have all come over the 1200 metre mark. So... Malkovich is the query horse. They throw the winkers on. You can look at that as a positive, or you can look at it like me, and I think it's a little bit of a query. They're trying to get a length or find a length out of him. Maybe he's not going the best. He's going to get a soft lead up on top of the pace, but I think if Lady Kuladuna with J-Mac in the saddle can just stalk him, I think she'll um, charge over the top of him.
0: All righty. What else have you got for us on the Rose Hill card, and or have you got a couple of multis for us on your dabble page?
2: I'll definitely have some multis up this afternoon on the dabble page. We landed a couple, I think we landed our one last week that we popped up so hopefully we can go back to back. I'll pop a couple of plays and win multis up this afternoon. Speaking of other plays, I'm keen to bet up late in the day as well. Race 8 and number 2, Powerful Peg. I know I was really keen on this horse last time. She was disappointing, but reviewing that race I think they've just gone way too hard up front and she's just flat out on her feet late. I think with a cozier tempo up front, I think we'll see her unleash her turn of foot and Marcus just pushed her out of one bad run. So I think I'm happy enough to forgive her. And then a bit of value in the last mile. Not doesn't tend to be my type of odds, but race 10 number five, French Endeavour, suggests she's come back in elite order. Her latest trial was scintillating. Maddie Smith uh, has suggested to me that she's going to definitely run. There's no jockey five, but she will run. She'll position up on speed. And if she runs up to what she did last preparation when she won first up, I'd suggest she's a terrific bet in the last. I know the black sail, or the black cloud, sorry, He's a nice enough horse, but it's a big jump to go from midweek winning to Saturday grade and come up short enough. So I think French Endeavour can round us out a winner there at Rose Hill.
0: So the Maltese and all that go up a bit later. I want to, while, while I've got you on here and I've just got a little bit of time, we're talking, a lot of texts are coming in in regards to these two year olds and three year olds in regards to futures betting. You and I have discussed a couple of horses and you've looked at some trials recently. Um, Tis invincible and learning to fly. Can you tell us your thoughts on those two? Uh, and for the listeners about maybe what you're thinking moving forward, because you know that there's probably no bigger fan of tis Invincible in Australia than me.
2: Yes, I know. We had a love affair with her in the um, spring carnival. We a little bit dashed when she got beaten in the flight stakes in the group one. We were on a big odds. But looking at her trials, I haven't seen her trial any better. She tried up in group company recently, and she absolutely teared them up. Um, she's in the futures market. We've learning to fly. We didn't see the whole spring carnival, so we can forecast her progression into sort of this three-year-old preparation, I think we can get a juicy price. So both around that 6 to $8 mark in the surround stakes, 1,400 metres, um, I'd suggest they're going to be incredibly hard to beat there. So I think me and you line up there, Milo, a little bit of a two-prong attack on the surround stakes.
0: I just can't see any of the other horses getting near those two in the surround. And that's on the, the second of March, of course. But from a futures perspective, they, they're the clear two standouts.
2: Yeah, we will get a guide in the light fingers. I think it's the first up run they tend to take. That's 1,200 metres. But I agree. I think and you've got to cut livers in behind them. But uh, I think what we saw in the um, spring carnival was that Tizimitsu was probably the better one of them. And I think 1,400 metres might be a sweet spot. I think she'll get 1,600 metres in time and maybe this preparation. But second up, um, keen on her. And learning to fly, interesting, Milo. She's had three trials. That just screams to me they want to get a rock-hard pitch first up and second up.
0: Um, anything else leading up? I know we've spoken a little bit about um, the two-year-olds. I mean, the the um, the runner in the Blue Diamond pre- um, preview the other day, you've got a futures ticket on?
2: Yep. Hi, Octane. Hopefully a couple of dabblers joined, uh, joined in there. About $26 I put it up on my dabble in the dollars favourite for the Blue Diamond. So fingers, toes, everything crossed that it makes it there. Is it value now? Probably not. Um, I probably wouldn 't be chiming in at the short odds now, we'll wait to see the preludes i'm trying to think if i 've got anything else for the the golden supermarket they 're pretty all pretty well found, but we 'll definitely have some coming out we 've got the percy sykes we 've got the size the champagne a couple of others. we 'll start to get a better guide on as we get through these sort of markets but um yeah that's about it my time, hey, I think
0: and are you going to be keen... On, I know oh, you love your NRL, and I know that a lot of the boys on the Dabble App too—they're big NRL fans. You're going to be keen to maybe slide in. We want to do some Daly M NRL Premiership stuff, Lockton like Futures, and we'll do that on the Form Lounge? I'd love to. I think I don't
2: know if I, I don't think we're allowed to bet on Dally M anymore. But I think uh, NRL Premiership for sure. I think it's one of the most open years. in my mighty
0: Bronco. Can't you bet on the Daly? Can't you bet on the Dally M anymore?
2: I think it's similar to the Brownlow. Maybe it got leaked one year. And I think there's, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, top of my head, I don't think we can.
0: All right. Well, we can bet on the Brownlow low um, because um, last year we made an absolute fortune. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
1: yeah, that, was a, that was
0: a nice little short Oh, world. mate, what a step in that was. It's just step <laughs> hit, step <laughs> hit. I think we might have even done that on air too. I think we did it on dabble uh, on the stream. Yeah, no, we did. Yeah, in fact, we did, Mark. No. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Hey, Dino, appreciate you as always. We can go and see your multis um, and, uh, and and your win bets that are put up there this afternoon. You can head over to Dino's profile on the Dabble channel. Mate, looking forward to chatting NRL Premiership and a few other horses as we get into this autumn season. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Legend. Cheers. On
2: 0499 736
1: 736 previewing the weekend of racing, sport, and everything in between. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge
0: with Miles Fitzner. Welcome back to the listeners on the radio. Going through the dabble thread on the dabble stream. Um, thoughts on Ollie supposedly making a return? Well, he's got broken this morning on Giddy Up with Gareth Hall. Um, Gareth Hall's the best newsbreaker in the business. He... Um, he uh, is going to be riding again in Saudi Arabia on a one-off. Now, Terry Layton's probably going to come up on the other side of a break. We'll just do a short one here, Tomo. We'll get Terry on the other side to run through the Ascot card. Um, been saying for months from the Cast Patrol boys. We're going to get you guys on the show too, the Cast Patrol lads. Love to have you in here. D-Lane is the best jockey in the country at the moment. Thoughts fits. You know what? Hard to argue. Hard to argue. Um, like Seeing a lot of J-Mac over bet. Fair bit at the moment. I mean, we've lost a couple of the really good ones that have gone to Hong Kong. Um, I think there's some jockeys. I'm like I said this a while ago, and I got laughed at. I'm a massive fan of Geordie Childs, and he just keeps delivering, just keeps delivering. Um, I, I think we're spoilt for choice at the moment at the top top. I mean, Zaris still going to put a few in. It's hard to argue with him, but I think D Lane Airborne. I mean, you only got to go north. CJ um CJ Graham's flying there you go um is it CJ Graham she riding the top in one of the races at Eagle Farm it is it is hang on bear with me I was looking here at she rode the top in yesterday's race did she ride that femfertale there's there's jockeys for, like that are hitting patches of form everywhere um delaying the best probably at the moment yep in form the best overall. I don't know. I don't buy into those questions too much. I think when you get to these group one races and all of that, you've got 15 jockeys in there. They're normally the best 15 in Australia. Um, What else have we got on here? What's it like between Adelaide and Sydney? Also fun fact. Oh, he's Vasily. I don't really understand that question. I thought Anisa with the goat D lane was a good bet too from Big Tanker. Ting, ting, let's go. Um, Brother, let's have a better day than we did yesterday. Fully agree. Um, Milwaukee or Makita tools it's only one answer to that we're with we the Makita tools Ronnie the dog's tips are up on my profile Hillsville race 8 number 1 Smart Rose and race 9 number 2 race 8 number 1 race 9 number 2 look chicken tendies has chimed in he's even got them in there what we'll do is we'll jump to a break I'll get to more of the banner channel on the uh, during the break We've got Hillsville coming up. We've had a bit of Mitch Terry Leighton on the other side. It's all happening. Form Lounge back in a moment. The weekend of racing, sport and everything in between.
1: You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner.
0: Welcome back to the SEM Track Radio listeners and hello again to the Dabble Stream. If you want to go and watch the show, I'm looking straight down the barrel. It feels really weird because I'm sitting in a room just looking straight at a camera. Uh, but a man that, that's no stranger to him. He's the best in the West. That's why we get him on. The superstar that is, Terry Layton. Hello to you, Terrence.
3: Hello, Milo. How are we?
0: Yeah, good, mate. Good. I'm, I'm picking good. myself up off the floor from yesterday after declaring one that ran out the back and copped a bit I of a... Just, hit.
3: <laughs> I just watched the uh, the, uh, the replay of that, actually, because I heard your declaration. I meant to tune in and watch it, and I completely forgot, and... Um... Yeah. No, anyway, not much to say about
0: it. Let's move on. That's right. Uh, the joys of punting. Hey, um, mm. mate, oh, I've yeah. gone through Ascot and I found <laughs> I found this to be pretty bloody hard. I, I, I don't think that there's two that I sort of had at the top of my at my game, and I think the rest are wild. So, you're the value player. What race do you want to start? We've got about five minutes.
3: Yeah, well, I've I've had a few earlies. I have actually had a bet under $6 or under $5.50. So the day where there is 12 races, I reckon I'm going to probably have good bets in probably eight of them, probably play in the other four, because we've got a good group of us on track tomorrow. got the other one, one boy's Cripper and Pete and all your mates. Um, but there's two races I, in particular, want to focus on, Milo. Um my best of the day, and I'm either going to be very wrong or very right here, and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm quite confident it's going to be the latter, is race number nine a horse called Queen Nardi. Now, if you see a horse coming to town with two runs at Gerald and a run at Alby as their last three, uh, a lot of people will be turned off uh, pretty quickly, but this is a very smart three-year-old filly. She reminds me of it's closing in from um, the Belmont winter when they were running her and Gerald. And I kept wondering why, and they came to town and Adam Durant even said, I'm not sure how good this, this filly is. And she came in and he goes, yep, she's better than I thought. And amassed a couple hundred thousand in uh, a short period of time. Iron Queen Nardy is just as good. The winds have been dominant with a, with a jockey who's learning his caper. He doesn't usually dominate races whatsoever. Um, She gets in on the minimum, the second and third favourite in this. They're all sort of recent maiden winners or recent Kalgoor, or they're they're winning races in Kalgoorlie or, I don't know. I don't think it's a very deep race. So $5, Queen Nardi, race nine, I'm going to bet till it hurts. All
0: right. Responsibly, of course. Uh, Responsibly. 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 Uh, But it will
3: hurt. There will be pain.
0: Race nine, hang on. Race nine, number 12 at Ascot. We'll get people to write them down. Just quickly, though, I'm repeating. Mitchabaya's on here. Race eight, number one, Smart Rose at Hillsville. Well, what this race if you hear the music or hear me cheering that means it's got up so terry where are we going next okay we're not are we watching the race yeah or is it? it's just it's about to jump oh, actually do, have you, have do a... you want to watch oh, the I race we do you want to watch it here amber lights on here yeah, we go go for it righto we're on the one here we need it to shanghai up oh, the straight a 30
3: Hill's second here.
0: delay this is on. at hillsville over the 350 and away oh looks like it might have been slow just gonna find the jewel lux copped a little bit of a nudge. It's gonna need a muster. It's gonna need a muster. Here it comes. Oh, is it gonna, it's not gonna get the five dog. I don't think. It's coming late. It's coming late. It's coming late. And no, no. Nah, five seven eight. Five seven eight. Your numbers at Hillsville. Oh damn, we missed there. Race nine, yeah. number two. Race nine halt. That hurts. I, right. could
3: always, I could always hear it in your voice through air that it didn't sound uh <laughs> it didn't sound too so I sounded nah. unlucky though, I'll tell you what.
0: Well I caught a little bit of a little bit of a bump early on in the race, but we move on, we'll go to the next one. He's a freak Bayer Hey, um right, race nine, number twelve at Ascot, where are we going next?
3: Uh, race, the two races I mainly want to focus on. I said, I've got a million bets. I've got If you want to ask any questions about any races, go for it. Race yep. six. Uh, I want to back Weapons. Fun um, in race number six. I've been waiting for uh, this horse to find the right setup, and it finally does. Uh, we get the good jock on. Uh, we're up to the mile, which is Weapons' pet trip. Um, a lot of respect for Coromundo, and I do think Coromundo can win the race. But that's a really negative jockey change. Uh, Alan Kennedy is just sort of battling at the moment. and Sean McGrady, uh who's obviously out, uh, suspended for a couple of months month um, is off. And that's a big jockey change on a horse like Caramondi who will settle last. So, uh, Weaponson's last few runs have been deceptively good, despite them not reading well on the form guides. Uh, it's had to keep getting back for a horse that's far better. Closer to the speed, uh, maps well, weights better against all of them. It's got a lot of things in its favour. So you can almost back that each way to get your money back, top two. It's a six-horse race, but I don't think Corn Cob or No Apology are going to play any part in the race. So it's effectively a four-horse race there, Miles. So they're the two I really uh, want to focus on race nine, Queen Nardi, and race six, number three, uh, Weapon at Sun. All righty, quick summation.
0: Race two, I thought Deferred should win, but I had a saver on the nine, Princess in red.
3: Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been, it's October last year since um, Holly Watson and Simon Miller combined for a winner, I'm pretty sure. So a bit wary, Deferred should win, um, but I'm going to be backing Princess in red. I think from the widest gate, Keshaw will put the handlebars down and try and lead the race. So I'm going to back Princess in uh, red and I'm going to back the Saver as a Quinella. All right, race. Does that make sense? The Quinella as yeah. a Saver.
0: Race three, number three, sensational. I, I, I tried to find something to beat it and I couldn't in
3: this race. Yeah, very keen. What well, I want $2.60 plus, but uh, yeah, very keen. My hidden universe is the big danger.
0: Race four, this is one I thought about making the best. The combination sort of frightened me, though. Race four, number three, Golden Veil. I know it's short, but I thought it should win.
3: Yeah, same thing again, Moe. Well, a bit of a sticky gate. Simon Miller reckons this is as good as some of those good two-year-olds we've seen recently, but there's no way I'm taking $2 about a combination that have a lot of starts and haven't won a race since October last year. So definitely have it as favourite, but I've got Earthstorm as a very close second favourite. Go and watch its trial if you get a second and tell me you've seen a better trial. It's incredible. Um, and
0: let's go to Race 8, Comic Hero. Uh, I was still getting around $3.50, which I thought was probably pretty good value.
3: Yeah, I've marked it equal favourite with Madam Magic. So naturally, Miles, I have to back Madam Magic at double the price. But um, yeah, I do think Comic Hero wins one very, very soon. I think that race will just come down to, because they're both great finishers and there's other horses that can win that race too. It's such a good 60 plus. But I think that race will come down to who gets the best ride. So current prices, I'm going to back Madam Magic. Um, but I'm definitely not talking you out of Comic Hero. Cause it's, it's flying. Terry, appreciate your time, brother. We'll chat next week. Absolutely,
0: pleasure, Miles. Terry Layton, go follow him on Twitter at Perth Racing Guru. We're going to jump to our last break. Back in a moment.
1: Text us on 0499-736-736. Previewing the weekend of racing, sport, and everything in between. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner.
0: Welcome back to the Form Lounge. 1258, two minutes to go. Best bet time or thanks to Dabble. Download the Dabble app today. If you're on the Dabble app, sweet. If you're watching me, awesome. You can bet with me on Dabble. I'll put most of my bets up this afternoon. Some will go up tomorrow morning with some place multis, just in case there's some scratchings. And I normally whack everything up on my Instagram story, so the multis that are there with a link, the one link to my Dabble profile, quaddies and all that, they go on my Instagram story and on the Dabble app. Everything will be up by 10 o'clock, probably maybe 10.30 tomorrow morning. So... Uh, if you miss any of it, you can find it on the Dabble app. It's all there. If you miss any anything else, you go to the SEM podcast page, Fitzy's Form Lounge. All these segments are put in there. Now, best bets. We still don't have a best bets thing, do we? What do you think? You dream of something out there, boys? You guys are creative. Right. We'll start with Caulfield. Race four, number two, Anisa. Have to be? Have to be. Uh, and then I'm going race 10, number 13, Jimmy Starr. That's the only shorty I really want to step into, I'd think. Um, It'll be in the red Uh, I'm going to move to Rose Hill Race 4, number 3 Lady Laguna Looks the best there Um, I'm pretty comfortable with that We'll go to Ascot Race 4, number 3 Golden Vale Will probably be the best there Uh, At Eagle Farm Here you are Race 10, number 4 Emperor And race 8 Number 11 African Daisy Are the two I'm playing there Nothing at Morfordville Parks. Um, I'm probably going to back Prost at Rose Hill and tonight Mooney Valley race 3 number 5 and Canterbury race 1 number 1 now I'm tipping uh, how many races 32 races over the weekend on SEN track tomorrow they are just the better ones so don't come at me that some of them are favourites of course they are because we found them love you all on the dabble stream see you all again next week ciao